Welcome to the Tierra Talk Show's New Groove segment, in which we invite past guests of our show to discuss the latest and greatest with their upcoming projects for film, TV, and more. I'd like to welcome back Disney author Dave Brousset. And I love seeing that Alan Coates is back after a year and a half. So how are you guys doing? We're doing good, aren't we, Dave? <laughs> yes, we are. We're doing really well, actually. And uh, we have a wild story to tell you, Tammy. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it's it's been a slog here for Alan and I to, to get this book going uh, on his father, uh, Claude Coates. And I think a lot of people that listen to your show will know who he is. Uh, and, I, and I know Alan has plenty of stories to tell about his dad. But I also wanted to let you and your audience know that I knew Claude Coates as well. When did you originally meet him then, Dave? You know, I met Claude uh, after we finished uh, The Black Cauldron. Uh, now, this is like mid-1980s. Uh, I uh, was at the Walt Disney Animation Studios on the Burbank Studio lot. And when we finished Black Cauldron, they moved us into a warehouse facility right by Imagineering in Glendale. And uh, I was I was always a, a morning person, so I'd get in early and I'd walk over to the Imagineering commissary, and that's where I first met Claude Coates. And I got to chat with him once or twice a week for about the last eighteen months that he was there before he retired. Yeah, what what year did he officially retire then? Because I, I remember Alan, we were talking about this, but I can't remember off the top of my head because he was yes, there for a long I, time. I, well, my father retired in November of 1989, and that was after 54 and a half years with, with Disney be, since he began in June of 1935, so he had an amazing long career. Was he, was he the longest Imagineer in the, in the company in WED? No. Uh, I think he was the second longest. Uh, it, well, it's hard to say because... I think the third. Uh, there, there's the third. There was John Hinch, who uh, had a 56-year career. 62. 62. You're right. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah. yeah. I John, think he was 56th party. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, right he, was, he was there for 62 years. Yeah. And then there was a woman. I, I can't remember her name. She had, she had moved from Los Angeles to Orlando at some point. But I think she was there at the company for almost 60 years. Wow. And I, I can't recall her name. And then your dad was 54 years. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the all-time champ right now is Bernie Mattinson. Uh, yes. Bernie Mattinson has now been with the company. I believe it's either 64 or 65 years. But, you know, yeah. having your dad be in the top three is pretty pretty good company. <laughs> so, like, for the last 18 months, two years of uh, before he retired... I got to know Claude a little bit, and that kind of led to Alan and I meeting so many years later, uh, because uh, it was it was three years or four years ago now, Alan. Uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Three years ago, Alan and I were both at the same conference in Burbank, and I was walking into the venue, 
Alan was walking out past me. He saw my name badge and he says, hey, I got your Dolly and Disney book at Barnes and Noble. And I looked at it, I looked at him and I said, thank you with a big smile. I appreciate you buying the book. And I looked down and I said, Alan Coates. And I said, darn, that's got to be uh, that's got to be Claude's son because he was towering over me. And, uh, and, and so I went looking for him at the break later in the morning and he had gone home not feeling well. So it turned out a mutual friend of ours uh, got us together for lunch at the Talleyrand in Burbank. And uh, by the end of that lunch that we had, uh, Alan asked if I'd uh, be interested in writing a book on his dad. And of course, think? of course, I said yes. But I really just wanted to tell Alan, you know, I wanted to meet Alan and just tell him that I knew his dad and I thought his dad was a, a terrifically nice guy and, and and was was very approachable and had been very nice to me in you know answering questions and stuff when I chatted with him and and that really was all I I wanted to say to Alan and and you know meet him and just tell him that I I knew his dad and I liked his dad and so out of that. This friendship has blossomed. And, and I was so surprised that you guys had gotten in touch with me about it because I know Alan and I know Dave, obviously. So when I heard that you were making a book, I was like, okay, this is great. But the fact that Disney's not, you know, involved in it was just puzzling to me because, Dave, you have such amazing, interesting, like, niche subjects that are, are very well received by the Disney community. Even though I didn't really know who Claude was when I was younger, you know, getting to know his work later down the, the line is just inspiring to me. But why do you think that there's no support in that avenue? I, f I feel it just doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I sort of understand it because it is a niche topic. Um, you know, publishers today, it's a rough business for them. Uh, and they really want to try and do books that they think are going to sell, you know, 10 or 20 or 50,000 copies. And, uh, you know, I pitched this several times and the word I got was uh, there wasn't enough name recognition for Claude Coates. And, and, and I just decided that that was, you know, okay. I, I mean, I respect their decision. I'm not going to, you know, say anything negative about it, but I didn't agree with it. And so, you know, we pitched it to a licensee for, for Disney Publishing, and they came back basically with the same party line. And, and, and so I told Alan, you know, look, if that's what they're saying, let's just go out to the fans. And that's what really this campaign is all about, is to try and see if there is uh, interest. You know, and, and, and Tammy, you remember on my Chem Weber book, I did a similar thing where I raised a certain amount of money for two reasons. I wanted to know if there was interest in the book, and I also wanted to offset the cost of, of producing the book. And, and so I raised some money on that and also put in uh, you know, more than a matching amount. Uh, to get the Cam Weber book done, and so we're doing a similar thing here with the with the Claude Coates book, which, by the way, the title of the book is Walt Disney's Imagineer Claude Coates: The Making of Disneyland from Toad Hall to the Haunted Mansion and Beyond, and and really what we're wanting to do is we want to know are there fans out there who will pre-order this book and wait you know, 18 months or two years to get the book. 
And uh, so far, we think there are, you know, and we're getting backers to uh, help us with uh, the production of creating this book. We know there are theme park enthusiasts out there and Disney fans who want to read this book. It's it's. It's about Imagineering, and that's a very hot topic now. A lot of folks, young people, want to be Imagineers. It's a, it's a wonderful opportunity to create a theme park, and that's, I think, something a lot of people want to do. And this book is going to be about how one man, my father, worked hand-in-hand with Walt Disney to help create Disneyland, which at the time there was no term theme park. They actually created a new type of uh, popular culture venue called a theme park. And they also created something called Imagineering, which is a way of combining imagination and engineering. It was a new way of working with craftsmen to build something that had never been done before. And, And Tammy, you gotta realize that Claude was one of the original Imagineers. Before they even coined the term Imagineer, Walt Disney walked into Claude's office at the end when he was finishing off Lady and the Tramp and said, Claude, you're going to start working on the on the uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And it was that moment that Claude became an Imagineer and helped Walt Disney to build Disneyland. The timing was perfect because Dad had just finished his work on Lady and the Tramp, and Walt knew he had a background in architecture, and he could build models, and he could think in dimension. So Walt walked into Dad's office, Claude's office, and said, well, the scenic company that's supposed to finish Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, they just told me they're not gonna be able to do it in time for opening day. So he points at my dad and he says, Claude, you do it. And he turns and walks out. And, and my dad went, yes, I've been waiting for this. Because after 20 years, all the way back to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, dad had been in animation. And he, he felt it was time for him to move on into dimensional things. And that's what Walt gave him that opportunity. And he was the happiest guy in the world when that happened. And, and Tammy, we've got some terrific pictures of, of Claude uh, in a, uh, a metal building that was on the Burbank studio lot. It was called the Special Effects Building. And, uh, you know, in, in the mid-1950s, there was no Imagineering facility. It was a group of offices and, and some buildings scattered on the back lot of the studio. And we have some great pictures of Claude in one of the buildings, the Special Effects Building, painting some of the flats for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. He was actually painting some of the scenics that went into that ride. And he was painting with fluorescent paint under uh, under ultraviolet light. And that was something he had never done before. And that was very difficult to do. But he said, you know, it made everything look bigger. That kind of medium, ultraviolet, fluorescent paint added depth and that's what he wanted mr toad was a tiny little space he made it bigger because of the kind of paint and his ability to add dimension and depth to his work 
So getting the documentation and photos for this book, are you still able to use what's in the Disney archive or are you looking and reaching out to other people who might have images or things that might be of worth for your book? Well, but both the family, Alan, uh, Alan uh, runs the, the Claude Coates estate. He's in, he has all of the material and photos of his father. And by the way, his mother, who worked at the studio as well, and that's yeah. where his mother and father first met in the 1930s. And so we have all of that material. We have some outside material. And, of course, we're going to go to the company and talk to the company about licensing some material. Is there a favorite project of Claude's that both of you have? A favorite project? Well, for me, it's it, for hands down, it's Pirates. I you think know? that was Dad's favorite, too. But, Tammy, I just went through... <laughs> the 50th anniversary celebration of the Haunted Mansion down at the Disneyland Resort. And there were people there that were just, they were just so crazy for the Haunted Mansion. I think that's the most beloved attraction there. They were dressed up like characters from the show and it was a huge event, the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion. And I'm still recovering from that weekend. So I think that's dad's probably his most remembered and beloved attraction is the haunted mansion for yeah. me i love the pirate ride and you know what walt there, there's video footage of walt disney saying to claude Coates, you're you know he's introducing claude to an ambassador and he says this is claude Coates. he's in charge of the pirates of the caribbean he was the the show designer for pirates of the caribbean and, and he said that on television, on one yeah. of the Disney television shows. So he virtually wow. put yeah. it in dad's lap. This is the man in charge yeah. of Pirates of the Caribbean. And, and I have to tell you, <laughs> when you, when you go on that ride and you go through those tunnels with the skeletons and all the, the, the treasure chests and gold doubloons and the jail cell with the dog and all of that stuff, but then when you pop out, into that huge, yes, yeah. huge room that has the town and the pirate ship firing off its cannons yeah. and everything. I mean, that's just spectacular stuff. And it really showcases what Claude was really well known for within Imagineering. And, you know, uh, Alan and I did one of the last interviews with uh, our friend Marty Scalar before he passed away. And, wow. and Marty said, you know, that that Claude had this innate ability to visualize dimensionally how a ride was going to lay out and what the proper proportions and how to utilize the space was. And that that's really Claude's genius is actually taking the guests and immersing them into the story. Whatever the ride is that he was involved with, that's what Claude's genius was. And, and that's really what he passed on to the subsequent Imagineers that followed. Yes. Unbelievable. I with all that work, and I'm so glad you guys are going to be able to document it. I can't wait to get my copy. I'm going to go ahead and, and back it on Indiegogo, which I do want to mention. The link is in the show notes below to help support and back this project. There's 22 days left 
but they are halfway there, and I'm so excited for you guys because they're more than you know, halfway. We're, yes, five percent there, and we're <laughs> and, and I think we're confident. We're excited about this because what what this campaign is going to do is it's going to say yes, there is an audience for these books, and that's really what the message is that we want to get across. You know, if people uh, pre-order this book just for $40, if we can get a few hundred people to do the $40 pre-order of the book, they're getting it for 20% off, and they're going to get this beautiful book from us when we complete it, and it's going to be released in conjunction with the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, which, by the way, Claude had a lot to do with translating all of the rides he was involved with at Disneyland with Walt Disney. He, he then translated those rides down to Walt Disney World after Walt passed away. Yeah. With my wow. help. With Alan's help. And by the way, I do want to mention that, Tammy. I don't know, you know, you probably know this, but your audience might not. But Alan was a second generation Imagineer and had his own Imagineering career uh, at, at uh, Disney and uh, worked on some really tremendous attractions and shows uh, while he was there and actually got to work with his father on a couple of projects. I worked at my father's knee, literally. He was six feet, six inches tall. So. <laughs> Even though I was a pretty tall guy, you know, he was. I was always looking up at him. I was the only kid in high school that had a father taller than he was. And, and you know, he he was an incredibly nice man. I mean, in, in some sense, and I know Alan doesn't like this term, but I think Claude Coates was really this gentle giant. He was just this tall man who was always well dressed and soft spoken. And was always willing to help out anybody who came along and, and, and wanted to ask him questions or, or get his opinion on stuff. And he was always willing to uh, tutor and uh, mentor uh, uh, up the, the next up-and-coming generation. I'm very excited for you guys. And, and I really hope it, it hits that goal very, very soon. <laughs> well, you know, I, I hope so, too. And, and the other thing I want to point out is that when people go to the Indiegogo page, we have a bunch of different perks. So, yes, they can pre-order the book for $40, and we would be very grateful for that because, again, it's going to show the number of backers. You know, we want to have hundreds of backers on this project. Uh, but if you step down the perks on the page, you know, you can get things like uh, the book signed with note cards. You can get the book signed with note cards and uh, a G. Clay print of one yes. of Claude's personal paintings um, and uh, there's a wonderful couple perks still left for um, uh, Alan uh, to do a Claude Coates tour of Disneyland and I'll be tagging along on that and then we're going to and, and it's for six people so get this, we're going to bring six people into the park give them a personal tour a Claude Coates tour and then take them to lunch. You can't beat that. That includes an admission to the park. So it's a great For deal. Six, pe six people and lunch. Yeah. You know, even though the book isn't going to come out until October 2021, anybody who does that perk, we're going to be totally flexible and work with them. So if it's somebody who lives out of state and they're not going to be here until next year, 
we can we can work it out so that we can do that for them uh, when they're in town. So absolutely, it's, you absolutely. know, it's it's really uh, uh, you know I think it, it's a great value, uh, and we're happy to do it. You know, there's only three of those left, by the way. I'm so I'm so happy for you guys. Like I, you know, anybody who can you know make a passion project a real project is is just I think it's wonderful. You know what I mean? So it puts everything together, your passions and your hard work, and I can't wait to see what it's going to be. It's I, I know it's going to be wonderful, but you know it always exceeds my expectations with both of you. So <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, will, Tammy. Thank you having us on. You know, and we'll be back next year to talk about this and give you an update as to where we are because yes, you know, that would be uh, wonderful. I like I, I feel like if we can get a hundred or a couple hundred more backers here in the next twenty two days you know we're we're gonna we're gonna start rolling on this project and we really just want to hit that target and uh and and we're gonna hit the ground running (laughs) 